Well, good morning, everyone. It is Monday morning, and I hope and I pray that you're doing well. This week, uh, I kind of wanted to talk about worship. And uh, by the way, welcome to the drive. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I want to talk about worship. Um, last week, we talked about traits of a godly friend. And this week, I really want to talk about worship because worship is important. You know, worship isn't the pre-game show for when the message happens, for when the real game starts. Do you know what I'm saying? Like some people treat worship like that, but but it's not. And there are two aspects of worship. And actually for a, a more lengthy talk about this, uh, you can go to the podcast Upward Focus podcast. Uh, me and my friend Pastor Anthony talk about, in two parts, talk about really what worship is, you know, the music aspect and just the lifestyle. Uh, but worship is important, and especially in the context of actually like singing and raising your voice and your hands and your heart to the Lord. I, I mean, I love it. Not, not just because like I'm a musician, not just because I play guitar, but I just love it because you're responding to the Lord. How many of you know that like just responding to the Lord is powerful, and it's exciting, and it's necessary because God has done so much for you and for me. And so with this short, you know, series on worship, um, I want to be in First Chronicles chapter 16, because there are some verses in there uh, that are powerful, and they have to do with worship. And so I, I, if you have your Bible, you just want to listen, look it up later, it's awesome, but it's First Chronicles 16, 23 to 27. So there's five verses I'm going to go over, one verse a day. Uh, for this week. First Chronicles 16.23 which says Sing to the Lord all the earth. Proclaim His salvation day after day. Isn't it amazing that 13 words can speak so much? Like this is dense. It's really Amazing. This one verse, First Chronicles sixteen twenty three, and first of all, it says, "Sing to the Lord." And some people are like, "Well, I can't sing. I don't know how to sing. I, I can't be on key." But I believe that shouldn't stop you. You know, in the Psalms, it says, "Shout to the Lord." It, it doesn't ever say you have to sing perfectly on key. You have to be quality uh, or choir quality in order to worship. No, just sing to the Lord. Some of the most blessed times I've had in church during worship is when there's someone next to me or behind me or or in front of me in the seats where they're singing and they're so off key but they're singing so loud. I love that. That doesn't annoy me. That blesses me because I'm like they can't sing but they don't care. You can tell they have a heart of worship. They don't care how they sound because they're only singing for a party of one. You know, They're only singing for God. That blesses me like crazy. Sing to the Lord. Now, Do you have to sing? Do you have to move your lips? Do you have to physically actually sing? Well, I know people who are on worship teams and even pastors who don't sing. They they don't like move their lips. Am I going to sit here and condemn them? Absolutely not. You know, of course I'm not. Um, uh, My dad doesn't sing during worship, you know, like, like physically sing. But I know he worships. You know what I'm saying? Like he worships from his heart to God's heart, which is awesome. 
and it's totally fine. And there shouldn't, no one should be judged for that, of course. But, but singing to the Lord, I think, is a blessing because it really demonstrates that, man, you want to respond to the Lord for who, who He is, for how good He is, for what He's done. Sing to the Lord. And it doesn't just say, sing to the Lord, you people in that country. Sing to the Lord, only women. Sing to the Lord, only whatever. You know, sing to the Lord, all the earth. All the earth. I mean, it is God's heart that everyone be saved. Unfortunately, some people with a free will will walk away from the Lord, not walk with the Lord ever. But his heart is that none would perish, right? But he desires all. And we should desire all to worship God, to sing to the Lord. Because he is good. So how do we connect that? How do we let people know how, how blessed we are, how awesome it is to walk with the Lord? Uh, you know, besides just singing. Well, proclaim his salvation day after day is the next part of verse 23. Proclaim his salvation day after day. I mean, if that's all we proclaimed, I think that's enough. Because salvation is everything. We're, we're saved. You, like, sometimes I have to remind myself that. Like, I'm saved from death, darkness, and destruction. Death, where is your sting? There's no destruction. Darkness has no place in the house of God. You know, light cannot commune with darkness. It's it's crazy because we can proclaim salvation. Now, no one can argue with your testimony. No one can argue with your testimony. God has worked in your heart, and you can't deny it. You not you're not lying about it. It's what God has done. And giving testimony, your testimony, is one of the best witnesses for the Lord that you can have. God has worked in my life. He saved my soul when I was down and out. He is good. And so the writer here is responding to the Lord, singing to the Lord, and calling people to action so they'd sing to the Lord as well. And he is exhorting us, proclaim your salvation. Now, this, these five verses are worshipful, but they're not all about worship. But I believe they begin and start and emanate from a heart of worship. Because the writer's like, God is amazing. He is good. So I'm going to do something about it. I'm not just going to say God is good and not do anything. I'm not going to sit on my hands or be idle. you know. But I'm going to get up and get out there in the name of the Lord. And be used by him to share him. To let people know how good he is. To let them know about his glory, his splendor, his majesty. To let people know that he has to be feared. We're to stand in awe of him above everyone else. That's what this these five verses are about. Marvelous are his deeds. I mean, as we go on this week, you guys, you'll just see a heart of worship. But you'll see the writer just proclaiming who God is. And what we can do in response to who God is. And that's a good question for us. What are we doing in response to how good God is? Because God doesn't want passive saints, right? He wants active saints. People who are living for Him, responding to Him, and letting people know about Him. Like, it's an oxymoron for, to say a Christian is silent, 
Christian does not share their faith, nor should they. That's not right. Yes, they should. We should be all about the Lord because that's what life is all about. Let me say that again. We should be all about the Lord because He is what life is about. And that's not going to change. But what can change is us actively participating in spreading the gospel and letting people know how good God is and what He's done. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Proclaim His salvation day after day. And this doesn't mean that you have to shout it from the rooftops. It means if you're in a conversation with a co-worker and church comes up or God comes up or some theological question or something simple, you're blessed to respond. You can respond and share the heart of God with them. And let them know what He's done in your life. That has an eternal impact on people. It really does. So don't be, don't be, uh, no, don't be timid. Don't be scared. Don't be inhibited. Be bold. Be courageous. Like God told Joshua when He took over for Moses. God wants us to be bold, and He'll give us all we need in order to be bold, to be strengthened, to have wisdom, to share the truth of the gospel. Well, God bless you guys. I hope you have an amazing day and talk to you tomorrow.